Ride Podcast. If you're looking for the latest news from snow, moto, and off-road, then you just pushed the right button. And now, here is your host, G-Dubs. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're checking in this week with a little recap of a great round of National Snowcross in Fargo, North Dakota, as well as a preview of this week's race in Salamanca, New York. It was a big weekend for fly racing in Fargo with Daniel Benham picking up a pro win on night one. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Also a big weekend just this last weekend up in northwestern Minnesota where Zach Erfindahl raced to his third straight I-500 cross-country win. That was uh, Erf's fourth overall. So yeah, fly getting it done on the tracks and in the ditches. And man, when you add into that an Eagle River World Championship win by uh, Jay Middlestead, that's a that's a pretty solid year for fly racers. And we're just getting to the mid-season point with a lot of uh, snowcross yet to go and hill climb really just getting underway. So thank you to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, still time to pick up any necessary riding gear to finish off the trail and mountain riding seasons, but uh, moto and off-road are just around the corner as well, so stop by your local dealer to check out those new offerings from Fly, or again, uh, go to flyracing.com. Also want to say thank you to Studboy Traction for their continued support of our ISOC snowcross coverage, along with Woody's Manufacturing and Doc Soda, Drink Doc, for their uh their part in presenting uh, some of the power rankings throughout the year in snowcross. Also, all of our partners in the Border Battle XC series, which is uh, not that far away, CF Moto, MotorX, SSI Decals, Moon Motorsports, Christian Cars Online, Custom Outfitters, Hoosier Tires, Checkpoint Off-Road, American Metalcraft, Jay's Power Center, Brothers Motorsports, Firepower Parts, Enduro Engineering, Funnel Web Filters, E-Line Accessories, Motul, and EKS brand goggles. So, yeah, thanks to all those guys. Uh, man, almost all of our sponsors coming back. In fact, I think all of them have come back, plus a bunch of new ones. So really excited about the Border Battle Series this summer. Uh, Going to be our biggest and best season yet. So we'll get into more of that later. But, yeah, thank you to all of our sponsors who help out with uh, across all the platforms. All right, so a little bit of a twist in the podcast uh, today. We're, we're here in Brainerd, uh, regional race going on, uh, but we uh, – we're checking in with our regular co-host, Dalton Vetch. What's up, DV? Not a whole lot, just hanging out. So we're not in the trailer today. We actually, uh, <laughs> just by chance, the Hammer family has a, a pretty sweet cabin here up on Ossawinamakee, just north of Brainerd. So uh, mm-hmm. probably our, our nicest setup of the season. Yeah, yeah, we can make this work, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's get right into it with Fargo. Um, cold, like always. Cold, badass track, though. <laughs> that, was, that was the track of the... Uh, Probably last the last few years, years yeah. <laughs> probably since the really cool... Tra- well, okay, we'll get into the fact that uh, Robbie Malinowski had a hand in yep. designing that, and probably one of the better tracks uh, since he designed the one at Buffalo River. Yeah, ten, which ten, was eight, also awesome. Yep. Yeah. And we got Farmer Bob back. We can't forget that. Yeah, so a lot of things going the right way. And yep. and I should just start this whole thing off as I'm always you know one of the first guys to criticize ISOC when they do dumb stuff, and, and track used to be kind of one of those that was always a sour point. But man, mm-hmm. I think a lot of really good things going on this year, and... Bringing Robbie in, bringing Farber Bob back. Yeah. Um, a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, and I didn't know they were bringing Robbie in until kind of the week of Fargo. We heard that, and yeah, I, I was excited. I was hoping it was true because I hadn't heard officially. So I didn't even know. I saw him uh, like Friday afternoon. I'm like, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm yeah. helping with the tracks. <laughs> and I, I actually yeah. talked to him uh, earlier in the week, and he's like, yeah, well, kind of kind of lucked out. You know, a ton of snow, a lot of room, easy yeah. to work with. But still, it, it helps having a guy who – Yeah. And, again, to ISOC's credit – they're listening to him, to him, and 
and working with them, not right. just, okay, yeah, sounds good, and then nothing happens. Yeah, right? kind of like it was with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right, you know. I yep. mean, it's, so, yeah, it's good to have somebody that's raced and been there, and he, he knows what he's building. He knows what people like to see and what riders like to see. Yeah, and he said he's going to be uh, involved all the rest of the season. He'll be in New York, which New York's a tough one to work with. Yep. Uh, and we can talk about that later. We'll kind of preview the upcoming round. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Fargo, so um, tons of snow, huge track. Yep. Uh, I mean, I guess we got to start right off with saying um, good job to the all-finished racing guys because they kind of had a breakout weekend on their home, yeah. home field. And, yeah, really good. Um, good. Good for them as a new team, uh, good for the Fargo fans, and just really good for the sport uh, yeah. to, to see You know, Dan Benham gets a win. He's somebody who's won before. Yep. Uh, it kind of keeps <clears throat> that pro class, you know, the excitement level high. Yeah. And looking at the pro class just across the board, um, man, it's it tightened up. Again, yeah, it's wide know. open right now. It's awesome. It's really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Hunter Patno takes the point lead. Um, he'd been dinged up at each of the first two rounds. Uh, came into this one pretty much fully healthy mm-hmm. uh, as a second and a third. And, man, if you look across the board at, at the heat races, he, he's kind of been – the guy, but then you got to turn around and and uh, Elias had a bad weekend in Dubuque, but he's got three wins. Yeah, yeah, he turned it around. He was he was moving this weekend. Yeah, so uh, I mean, what do you think? Uh, where are we going in that class? I have no idea. I'd, I I kind of like that we have no idea. Um, but yeah, it just I never know who's going to win. It's kind of it's not even really necessarily a whole shot in that class every time. So. No, because um, we're seeing guys come up from yeah. third, fourth, fifth. And and, yep. and and Elias, I think, still is the fastest guy. On, yeah, I would any, agree. On any given day. Yep. Um, but I do know with, with Hunter, uh, what was it, uh, Saturday night when he finished second, he didn't – Elias took off on the start, but he didn't really pull away. Like he, no. He, he got out there a bit, but – Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a huge gap in that one. Kept him in check. And I know I know Pat Node's disappointed with himself when he's not reeling him in or not – like I, I think he's still – feels that he he can beat him straight up yeah uh and then and then you look uh and you know, just, was it was it yerk third saturday yerk was third on saturday yep. so again good for that team and good to see a guy who's been a winner and been on a regular podium finisher mm-hmm. back up there yep um neither of those guys strung together two full nights but right but i think it's it's coming and um you know just looking back a little farther cody cam was consistent again yep. i mean he's he's what third in points i believe yep and uh just still not the outright speed to to uh, win a race yet, but right, man. I'll tell you what: if if you're there every weekend, yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, yeah. maybe not win, but you're you. Yeah, one guy one guy has a another. So, Ishol and Pat Note have both had two bad nights. I think yep. if you look at it, and I think over the history of time, it's two to two and a half bad ones are all you get. Yeah, season. and then that, that's pretty much your gimmies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Cam hasn't won, but he hasn't had a really a bad one yet. Yeah, so, yeah and he's not too terribly far out of it. So no, not at all. 16 points. No, and then uh, his teammate, Oscar Norm, has kind of crept back up in there. Yep. Had some heat uh, heat race win, um, one or so. And then, yep. Uh, Emil's up there. Emil's up there. He, he kind of <clears throat> has been a little more inconsistent lately, like one good night, one bad night. Right. And then... Uh, uh, Francis. He had yeah, a really Francis, good weekend we talked about in uh, Iowa. Yeah, but then comes back and you know he had, he got hurt and he got pretty much cleaned out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see it. I just kind of heard about it and I saw so, his post that he had made. But yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. End up with a dislocated hip, pop back in, but I'm yeah. guessing that's a pretty sore 
Yeah, everybody I, from Moto, I remember when uh, McGrath dislocated his, he said that was the most painful thing he's ever experienced. So, yeah. uh, And I haven't heard officially from the Warner camp, but I did hear a little rumor this week that he's maybe going to miss New York. He's going to sit it out in order to get fully healthy. Okay, I'm, I'm sure at this point he's out of the championship <clears throat> yeah. consideration. So yeah. yep. get healthy and try and win a few more races as, yeah. as we go down the road. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, man, if you're a, if you're a Snowcross fan um, – get out to a race if you're a new york fan coming your way and you've always supported the event well uh, this is going to be a good year because like you say anything can happen i mean yeah we kind of know who the favorites are but it's not set in stone right right exactly and i'm curious to see what they come up with for new york that's usually a it's an oval but it's a big oval usually so yeah it's i it's it's maybe a better track than i give it credit for because I, I don't like it because there's light poles everywhere and yeah it's a little sketchy and wires. if you go off it's oh, okay. a long ways down to the pavement and so <laughs> i do have one i can I, I can drop that this is not again not uh official but i heard we may be going up and down the hill a little bit this year i kind of heard rumblings of that the year the last year we were there was that two years ago yep um i kind of heard rumblings that they were thinking about cutting some trees out and letting us go up there which would be really cool just yeah. to give it something yeah just and it doesn't even have to be a big deal just enough yeah. to you know, give it a little peristyle effect and yeah. Yep. Uh, I hope that's the case. That'd be cool. So yeah. Super cool there. Um, you know how they're doing for snow? I know they got some rain this week coming up. I don't on know one day, it's but it's going to be warm this week. Like, yep. or and then ne- next week, like on the weekend, like fifties, I think I've seen highs of fifties on okay. Thursday or Friday. So yeah. Yeah. I know Thursday for sure. It looks like maybe some rain. And then I thought the weekend looked all right. I remember right, but may- I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I mean, they typically have pretty good Lake yeah. effect snow in that area. I mean, we've never been, I guess we've had a couple muddy races out there, but yeah, when we were on the other side, especially yeah. that sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the parking lot, it's never been a big issue. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, Fargo, good. Again, cold, uh, not much of a crowd on Friday, but you know what? That's kind of the case at all of our events. People yeah. work and it's, yeah, it's like tough. If, if you can get out there, you get out there. But, but Saturday was really good. Yeah. Um, and it was, I was kind of confused looking at that picture that you posted. You were talking about the crowd on one of your posts and, Nobody in the stands. There was nobody in the stands, <laughs> but there was a crazy amount of cars out in the parking lot. And I was like, huh, where did everybody go? Yeah, but, that might not have been the most representative picture because it was during just before opening ceremonies, kind of okay. that gap. And yep. everybody was in the tents warming okay. up. Okay, yeah, they were warming up for the night show. But yeah, if you're out there during the night show, it was a stands yeah. were full. Yeah, it, yep. was, it was nice. And uh, so, yeah, good good to see that happen. I You know, you like to see these things pay off for these tracks and the, the sponsors and the people that put them together. So... Um, I'm guessing we'll be back there again now. Uh, yeah, that'll be a, a regular until you know something changes. But uh, yep. And if I think if uh, the All Finish Boys keep using that as their facility, which I imagine they will, we're never going to have to worry about snow. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know how much natural snow there was a fair amount in Fargo, but boy, did they ever make some snow! Huh? Yeah, there was plenty of snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about moving on to ProLite? You're uh, the class you're directly involved with, and yep. man. Uh, Nick, just steady, right? Yeah, any any other year he'd be he'd be the guy right now. So yeah, the problem is the guy that's in front of him has won everything so far. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately he may not lose a race all year. I hate to say that. Hey, but, come uh, on, we're gonna we're gonna go for it. <laughs> well, you're doing everything you can, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know what else you can. You know. Yep. You, you finish second or third every night. I don't know how you. You know what else you can do? But uh, yep. Yeah, we got to get him. Me and Derek got to get him out front off the start and give him the opportunity to be in front of him off the start and i think he's got a pretty good shot at beating him he's fast he just well we were just talking about that before we were recording is that your fault or his fault uh 
Fargo, it was our fault. <laughs> yeah, we we missed the, we made some bad decisions, and yeah, it happens. Yeah. We're still learning. Yeah. Well, you did. All, we, I was down there with you like a week or so before. You were doing all that testing. You yeah. Thought, thought well, you that was for something. Deadwood though. So yeah. <laughs> then that got canceled that day. So it starts to start. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So Jordan Labelle wins both nights mm-hmm. pretty pretty handily. Yep. Um Man, I, the kid is not only winning, but fast and pulling yeah. away I yeah mean, he's he's definitely moving and you watch him and he just he he's taking advantage of every downside of every jump yep. and every i mean he's, he's yeah he's very efficient accelerating and, everywhere yep, he's he can driving forward everywhere he can yeah and i think he had good starts both finals this weekend but even when he yep. hasn't he's come through the field he's yep. Pa- yep, the one heat race he oh, kind of got hung up i don't know what he was doing he was kind of stuck in the back but yeah other than that pretty much every time he's come but, forward but finals yeah and and uh I mean that's a that's a real mark of a champion, right? As a guy who can start fourth, fifth, sixth, and yeah, and he's not pushing like he's not uh, forcing it. He, no, yeah, he's, he looks he's very natural, and then gets there. Yeah, so yep. I don't know what else we can say about him. It's it, he's looking good, and I, you know, that might just be what it is this year. But uh, uh, we, we're gonna get him one of these times. <laughs> I, I'll take your word for it. I'm not <laughs> we, saying we you gotta won't. get him one of these times. We can't <laughs> let him win at all. <laughs> Well, you know, we get to Deadwood and everybody gets their elbows up a little bit. And, yep. you know, that, that might be the, the time. And, I, and maybe that changes the whole. S- I don't think we're going to Deadwood personally. <laughs> no? <laughs> if you've been paying attention to the weather, oh, don't, I don't see don't how it's possible. That. Do not say that. That's, <laughs> that's the highlight of the winter. I agree, but I just, I don't know how they're going to pull it off this year. I haven't, have they not been getting any more snow? It's been warm and rainy out there, it looks like, pretty much since they canceled it. Well, what do we have? Two weeks? Three weeks? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Fingers I, crossed. Yep. Yeah, I, I hope you're on on that one. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> uh, well, hey, so also looking at that pro light class, Marcus Ogemar had yeah. a great weekend. Yeah, he came out swinging this weekend. Yeah. And, Good and for him. And the to team. Him and, you know, and he's like, yeah, I came over here. I hadn't really been riding. I, you mm-hmm. know, I hadn't ridden a track in these kind of tracks for two years. Yep. Um, yeah, looked good. And it looks like he's going to keep, you know, keep going that way. So, yeah. Yeah, he was, when he was here consistently, he was always one of those guys that, wasn't necessarily consistently fast, but he had his times where it was like lights out speed. Yeah, well, and I think he was still just ascending through that that class, and now he's a little bit older, more mature, yeah. and yep. uh, and had that experience. Did he? I think he won his first race at New York, didn't he? Or was that Michigan? I honestly don't. Yeah, know. I think he won. I think he <laughs> might won have been in, before my time even. In, in, well, it was only, it was only uh, two years ago when he really. Last I race thought here. he won some. I thought he won a few before that. Mm, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. maybe that was the last one he won. So. Anyway, uh, what else you see in that class? Um, kind of Carson Allred was he missed a final? He dropped down again. Uh, uh, um, Evan Christian had a fourth. That was his best. Finish yep, that was a, a really good finish for yep. him. He's riding incredible for a rookie, especially. But just even without being a rookie, he's riding really well. And, and another thing, back kind of in your court is, I've never seen two riders get together more on the track than Evan. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and Nick Lorenz, right? Yep. Every and, it seems like every final at some point they find each other. And I think maybe early, like at. Uh, at Shakopee, they they got you know they maybe they, rub, yeah they bumped each into other each other a little, little bit, bit but, yep. I, but since then it's been clean. And I talked to Evan. He said it's actually been really good because I you know we've raced each other, we've talked about it, and yep. he said I'm learning a lot. You know, yep. And uh, so yeah, good to see him uh, step up with that fourth. I think he's he's got a podium in his future. You know, yeah. Kid, oh, absolutely, he's, he's going to be gr- there. Great starter, and he's those KC sleds have been off the line good pretty much every time they've lined up. dommer has got them things moving, and he's won a bunch of heat races this yep. year. Yeah, so yeah, he's doing good. Yeah. Uh, um, who else? Other than that, I mean, Bester, you know, he's fourth in points, 
kind of consistent. He had a little bit of a rough weekend, yeah. uh, especially Saturday. I guess I don't really remember Friday, but Saturday he got kind of tangled up off the start, the second start. Yeah. So that was a bummer. But yeah, other than that, I mean, that Lucas Anderson Shield had a good weekend going, but then yep, the same thing. Started. That second start, yep. he got tangled up off the start, and he actually got the whole shot in the one before it got red flagged. Yeah. So that was a bummer for him, but yeah, yeah, good yep. qualifying rounds all weekend, and then the yep. finals just didn't go his way. So yeah, uh, and I, I don't know. So where where are you guys? About thirty points out. Uh, yeah, thirty three points, which isn't terrible. I mean, no, you're, you're still and less than a day of racing. And Olgamar, so. how, how close? He must have moved up pretty consistently. Yeah, he's significantly. Uh, thirty six behind us. Okay, so yeah. yep. Uh, you know, we didn't mention. Uh, uh, Corbin Anderson had two sixth, and he he's been pretty steady all year. He had a podium, mm -hmm. and then maybe you know one the next day wasn't so great. But he's been he's been hanging right in there, and yeah. another guy who could see him on the box, you know, uh, a time or two as we go here. Yep, and then another one too. I still know nothing about him, but Lucas Johansson, he's fifth in points, and he seems like he's always kind of around. Yeah, I think I said this on the last pod, and, and I, I got to get to know that guy and or introduce <laughs> myself and learn a little bit more about him, and I haven't. But yeah, he's been yeah. he's been real good all yep, year. Yep, he's so. been solid. Again, man, uh, racing's been great. Uh, just yep. Jordan LaBelle's been tough, but otherwise, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been really good. It's fun to watch. Uh, sport class, it's kind of the Adam Ashline show. Um, yep. But after that, pretty pretty good, pretty close, and I'm finally starting to get a vibe for who some of those guys are. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah, I got I got a little crap for not mentioning Dom in our last ones. I got to make sure I mention him. The taxi um, driver. Yeah, the taxi driver. He's <laughs> he's been riding really well, and it's his first year in sport, and only his second year doing the full series. So yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. Uh, another guy that, that Kale Firth. Yep. Uh, looked real good. He was I think he was second on Friday. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's hanging around for the season. That that kid looked good. Yep. Fly racing rider. Yep. Uh, who else was on the box? On. Oh, I don't get to watch sport a whole lot, which is why I forgot to mention him last week. But yeah, I, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Zach Farmer, he's been doing yeah, pretty, I don't, he's I been don't solid think he too. Was up there this weekend, but he, or, I thought he did get up was, there one day. Was he? I, I didn't bring my notes. From, I, yeah, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but he, either way, he's been yeah. up there and doing well. Yeah, good season for him. Yep. Yeah. Um, Eric Downs has been fairly solid in that class too. Yep. Uh, so. I'm trying to think. There was somebody who was standing out to me. Yeah, somebody, uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody on a snowmobile. The, the guy, uh, do you know Tibbets? Uh, you know what's up with Bo Tibbets? Is this... <laughs> I do, but I can't say on here. Oh, okay. All right, we'll, we'll leave it. <laughs> well, at that. I don't for sure, but unofficially, I think we heard a rumor. So yeah, I can't say on here though. All right, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right, so yeah, uh, good week in Fargo. Uh, yep. A week off. You guys are up here taking part in the regional. How'd that go today? Honestly, I got up there and just caught one race. Uh, Avery was second in the one I watched. Um, but honestly, you'll have to ask Nick or Steve because I wasn't really paying super close attention. Sure. I was dealing with a generator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and then uh, moving on to New York next weekend, we talked about how that's always a, uh, a well-attended, well-supported race out yep. in that part of the country. Uh, we don't know 100% on snow conditions, but... Uh, I, I haven't heard anything, you know, yeah. terribly negative. I know they were they were out there blowing snow. I want to say like the week before what was supposed to be Deadwood, I think. Okay. And they had a pretty good pile going already. So. Okay. Hopefully, I mean, they had a big pile at Canterbury too, and that was a little bit of a letdown. So hopefully, this one's actually what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, New York's one of those. It's a tricky one. Like it's a it's a well well supported race. It's all. Yep. It, it's been a good race, but I, I think for a lot of us, I mean, for me, it's a fly in, fly out, and it's yep. kind of like you're just. Not that you just want to get it over and done with, but it's... Yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have a lot of uh, time to, you know, it, it's... Especially now, because it's, it's back, one more week off, and then the grind starts. Right? Yeah, that's going to be a grind. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's nothing to do in the town. It's just, it's nice having it close. You know, you ride a four wheeler back and forth to the casino to stay, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's aside the from the thing. race, it's, there's nothing there's going nothing on there. There's nothing there for, yeah, it's yeah. expensive place to stay, yep. expensive <laughs> race to go to, but you know, yep. whatever. We, but, we, we need to have a yep. presence in the Northeast, right? Yep. And they're there. The fans show up, so we yeah. got to keep going back. Yeah. There's been years when there is good snow. I mean, people ride in and the whole yeah. front of that casino is just lined up with trail riders coming in so that's cool no yep. I, yep. I i do like the event it's just it's not you know it's a, it's a little oddball where it's kind of a forced got to get it done and yep you know, so. i agree all right well hey let's uh let's take our uh, quick sponsor break here and when we come back um yeah we'll have steve and nick hammer on and and uh interesting story there we need to talk about their background in the sport and how this team came together and man a lot of progression going on so yeah yeah take a take a listen here and we'll be right back Hey guys, I want to talk to you now about a couple of my favorite products from Fly Racing. And now I'm sure you've all heard about the Fly Formula helmet. This is the top of the line helmet that revolutionizes standards for lightweight and safety in a moto style helmet. But did you know that Fly now offers the Formula CC, which includes all the same protection qualities including Fly's adaptive impact system and rayon energy cell technology. The Formula CC's carbon composite shell is just slightly heavier than the full carbon formula, but comes in at a significantly reduced price point to fit any budget. And while we're talking head and eye protection, don't sleep on Fly's full line of high-end goggles which were just introduced a couple seasons ago. Zone Pro Snow and Zone Snow have been updated with new colorways for 2021 to match any sled brand or team graphics and feature dual-pane polycarbonate lenses with anti-scratch and anti-fog coatings, a wide 45mm strap, and multi-layer foam for a great fit and superior moisture management. You can find all of these products and more at your local dealer or order online at flyracing.com snow. Snowmobilers, are you ready to make your ride the best it can be? Then now is the time to get hooked up with traction and control products from Studboy. Studboy Pro Series backers dominate the pro class on the ISOC National Snowcross Tour, and their Shaper Bar carbides are the number one choice of serious trail riders. So stop spinning your wheels and go to studboytraction.com to get yours today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, and hey, so joining us now, uh, Nick and Steve Hemmer from the Hemmer Motorsports team. And guys... Like I said, a really interesting story. Um, racers yourself, and and we'll get into how that that career went, and that career path, and and your involvement with the sport. But also, uh, you now are running a a team that includes pro light rider Nick Lorenz, which you've kind of the way I see it, kind of slow played it. You didn't, you know, you didn't just jump in and you know we're going to hire the latest greatest and get in over your head and spend a bunch of money and then all of a sudden what are we doing here and it doesn't mean this hasn't been a huge investment and a huge you know leap to get into but talk a little bit about how you went from just being a family team with kids to okay now we're gonna you know you started growing the team you had you did have sport rider pro light rider you've got other people on the team that progression and then to where you you know now you've stepped up to become really a, one of the factory teams right so let's just talk about in the beginning when you from the family team to the first growth steps well i think our wives might have a different answer than what we're going to give but um <laughs> it's uh it got out of control pretty quickly <laughs> it's uh has a lot of things in in life i guess for us um if we looked at uh, the financial burden in the beginning we wouldn't be here probably you know um but I, I guess, you know, it, it was Nick's Nick's kid, Gavin, that started us out in all this in the, in the beginning. Um, 
what hold was he, Nick? I think 13. I well, believe he hit 120 a little bit at the uh, ERX. Oh, you yeah. know, we're we're lucky to have ERX in our backyard. ERX um, Thursday nights, and then we did Thursday nights. Yeah, we started pretty much doing Thursday nights. I think. Yep. Um, you know, Gavin on the 120 he did some stock classes, and then um, he started progressing to the bigger sled. And then um, Lila and Avery started. Uh, well, Avery was first. We started on a Briggs at seven. We kind of skipped some stuff there. She started a little later, but um, that went pretty well. Um, and then we we kind of had uh, we had a decent trailer there for a little bit, um, and then it didn't have insulation or something. It was some crazy deal where we bought this trailer supposed to be insulated and it wasn't and that place actually took it back at the end of the season uh, we lost a little bit on it but not a big deal and then um we moved into um <laughs> that's kind of where the big trailer <laughs> thing started happening we were like oh look at all these trailers everyone's buying these trailers they're six figures what the heck you know we might as well just go buy a big one <laughs> and again we didn't look at the financial uh <laughs> implications of that um just kind of did it um but then um that's you know we were going to regionals in our in that at thing um and then gavin went into you know sport light we were just doing the junior things half throttle before that um and then the little girls were right behind it so um avery moved on the champ i think at what were we doing at seven or eight um and then lila right behind her so I guess um, that's kind of how it progressed. So when did you first buy the the big rig? Was it three years ago? Four years ago. Yeah, I think and at that, t- at that time, it was still just a family team? Yeah. Okay, so you you were all in like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, if you asked our wives, it's, uh, they weren't too happy about that first summer of putting that trailer together um, because- You we, did a whole remodel on it, right? Yeah. It um, came gutted. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they built that thing. <laughs> yeah, who, who did you buy that from? Um, that was a... Yeah, yeah Carlson Air Train, oh. I don't know, someplace in um, British Columbia. Oh, that wasn't an existing race trailer? Okay. It was It was, it was an India motorcycle display trailer back okay. in the day. Okay. And these people were going to use it for some, I don't know, they are going to put a helicopter in it or something. They were gutting it out. And then they decided to change paths on what they were doing with it, and they sold it, you know, they... they they put it up for sale. We saw it up there. We're like, oh, you know, whatever, no big deal. And that's a whole nother story of just trying to get a trailer back from British Columbia and license it. And <laughs> even though it was originally from here because it was Indian motorcycle trailer, but. So with your, with your business, did you have any need for a tractor at that time? I mean, do you have a, do you have a, yes. So you had that part we, of it. We had, we did need the tractor anyways. That was kind of how we justified it. You know, <laughs> there's, <laughs> We're just really like funny any driving guy, around you know? myself. We yeah. need to put a trailer in it. <laughs> just like any, you know, we're all the same. I feel like we all justify things that uh, are, are not <laughs> are not right, but whatever. Um, it's been a fun ride. So, so you you go a year or two like that, and then was was Mitchell Thielen the first guy you brought in, or no? Who was Andrew, Andrew Lindholm? Oh, that's yeah. right, Andrew. Yeah, that's that's where this guy comes. I was from. gonna yeah. say to that was that part of. Yeah. Uh, Dalton's Dalton came with him. So, well, actually, Andrew came with me, actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I started talking to these guys at ERX races, actually, Um, knowing, kind of figuring Andrew was going to be done that last year. He was on Articat, and he found out he had Lyme's disease and all that. And then uh, between me talking to them, all of a sudden. So you were kind of a a crew chief or or mechanic without a rider soon. Yeah, right. And I was, honestly, I was planning on being done because I was just 
it's a lot of time away from work and it's stressful sometimes and whatever. And then um, got to know these guys a little bit and I was like, eh, they're all right. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, after talking with that or with them about that, and then uh, Nick actually asked me right before Geneva in, I think it was 2019. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, he asked me what Andrew was doing the next year, and I was like, ah, I think he's done. He's like, well, does he want to ride? I was like, well, I'm sure he's not going to say no. So, yeah. yeah, he came on, and then I've been here ever since. Okay. And then it was the following year, uh, Mitchell Thielen? Yep. So we had Andrew. He got hurt at Canterbury. Canterbury. Then we actually had Bailey Forrest for the remainder of the season that year. And then we got canceled at Michigan. Yep. We missed the rest of that year. And then last year, last Mitch Thielen was the first full season. And so that kind of gave you your first taste of – uh, supporting a rider that was in the Polaris program, um, getting you a little more exposed. Because uh, Mitch at that time was pro-light then, right? Or was he still support? He was, he was still pro-light. Sport. First no, year of pro-light. First year, first year, yep. Yeah, pro-light. Yep. So from there, you at that point, I mean, obviously the kids are still racing, um, doing well, and, and you're just like, okay, let's just keep following this thing, and, and we're going to be one of the regular players here? Or what? Yeah, um, it's I, like I said, it's just one of those things that evolve, right? Where we we wanted to help out another rider. We had the trailer, we had the ability. Um, Gavin was running running the sport light program. Um, you know, it, it just kind of worked out. Resources, yeah, right? yeah, so exactly. It's, like it, it's, and then our relationship with Polaris just kept growing, and it just continued to make sense. You know, um, and it's. It's obviously fun for everyone to be able to have someone in the trailer that uh, we can help and root for um, in the evenings, you know. Yeah. Um, right. So the priority, I mean, the kid, you always you want the kids to win and, and see them continue to develop. Right. But then you get to kind of yeah go up in the stands at night and yep. and watch your part of the big show. Right? They're not kidding anyone. They're in the trailers yelling at me and Derek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then over the course of this last off season. Um, with changes at, at a couple of the players' teams, the opportunity for Nick Lorenz comes up, and, and that really kind of puts you into a, a different level because Nick's a, a past winner. Was he a sport champion? Yes. Yeah, a sport, yep. champion. Yep. sport champion. And a guy who could potentially be a pro-light champion this year. Um, that had to have been, uh, not, maybe not justify everything that had gone on before that, but you, I'm sure that boosted your profile with Polaris and maybe uh, kind of gave you some, some future there, right? And, and, you know, budgets probably got a lot better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Helped a lot. So, like, what came with that? I mean, you don't have to – I mean, you don't have to get in dollars and cents, but I know parts budget was probably went from watching what we're spending here to don't worry about it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, Nick needs what he needs, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. And, and so, also – just kind of a personal question here. Uh, my curiosity is: so Nick doing well. He's got the Red Bull sponsorship. Do you guys talk amongst each other with Nick, and, and how do we how do we leverage your profile and your visibility now to bring more uh, support to the team? And not just like, hey, we we want Red Bull support for our team, but how do we how do we take advantage of the two of us working together to make this better for everybody? Is yeah, we're. I mean, we we talk about that, and I think a lot of it. I hope just comes as we go to, you know, people start to reach out 
Yeah. Because of Nick, yeah. you know. Because it's, it's been a good year, right? You got to be super happy yeah. with where you're at. I mean, you've got your first podium, first pro light podium, and yeah. now you're on the box every weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Nick said when he came to the trailer, it's fun to win, and I, it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I would guess, without getting too far ahead of the game, that if, if his season continues the way it is, he's going to the pro class next year. I would assume. And that and would again, be on. Kind of a that would call, be on right? players. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's at the age, and I think he was already on a path that they thought he was maybe going to be there this year, right? And then he's had some yep. injuries, and and what are, what are your thoughts on that? Is that you look forward to that if that happens? Hundred percent. Yeah, I look forward to it completely, and I think he'll do well in it too. I mean, the kid's a lot of fun to be around in the trailer. He's a really good kid, very positive. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. And I, I've been around him a lot. Like you still out of work with the judging team and, yep. and I've seen him some changes over and, and I think right now he's he is in the best place he's been as far as mentally because all racers are fragile little flowers, right? But yeah, I, I think Nick has got to a place where he's confident now. Uh, he yep. knows he can win. Uh, I think he likes the atmosphere a lot. We, we yeah, have a lot takes, of fun. Take some pressure you know, off, like, right? Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. I mean, when you're in a factory, like the judging team is the factory player. Right, right? yeah. when, when you're in there, it's, yeah. it's 100% business all the time, which... I'm sure there's, we plenty, are, of, there's yeah. plenty of pressure here, yeah. but but you're every day the expectations get raised rather than coming in and the bar's already way up here, right? Yep, and that's um, that's so true because it's you know after being on the podium this many times, that boy is hungry. He <laughs> wants that win. Yeah, anything less now is a disappointment. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it's we'll get there. It's it's just a matter of time. Um, we'll stay consistent and just hopefully can make that happen when it's uh, when the opportunity presents itself yeah so as a team now that you know this is happening it's going well what what do you do to try and bring in additional uh, sponsorship funding uh, expand your your profile I mean because that stuff ha- has to be happening right now not this summer right not, not next summer we've been thinking about it talking about it um, and yeah we have to we have to move forward but right now work has been burying both of us you know it's just all week long it's work 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 and and then you know it's it's time to focus on the team for the weekend and um kind of some of that stuff is we can talk and we never get to it during the week yet and we need to figure out how to do that so yeah because pretty soon it's yeah it's we're in geneva and budgets are already spent and we probably aren't the best ones to be going out looking for that it's probably something we got to find yeah somebody to find to do it you're at a point in your yeah in your career path here that you, qual- yeah. you qualify you i mean you deserve to you know you can represent a company right well now right so, yeah yeah which which is good it's a, i feel confident going in there it's an exciting uh challenge to have right yeah to, yeah so you talk about work being the monday through thursday yeah, thursday yep <laughs> so yeah we have weird weeks only uh, seven days a week and sometimes two or three of those days overlap uh so talk a little bit about your your business is it distinctive iron or distinct iron Distinctive iron. Distinctive yep. iron. And I just know from being around, you were you were involved in like some of that expansion at the ERX offices or the over there. What what type of building do you do or what kind of? Do all, all structural steel. So a lot of warehouses, a lot of retail buildings, a lot of schools, okay. do a lot of ground up schools. So everything that has to do with holding up all the way to the roof. So do you do ent- entire buildings or just the whole thing we, we just don't none of the concrete or any like we don't general nothing and we literally just build the shell the structure okay. itself so the all steel. the beams columns but the outer outer 
too? Uh, ceilings, nope. walls? No, just, nope. I mean. Okay. All our stuff's pretty hidden. Okay. Like it's, yeah, two story, three story buildings, you know, like. And what, what, uh, what's the sort of uh, uh, footprint of your metro, Twin Cities metro? or? <laughs> we've been, yeah, I'd say Twin Cities metro. We've been every like, I think this year we're going to Wisconsin a few times. We try to, farther out, the more difficult it gets to keep your. Yeah keep your hands on everything well and, and you guys are young guys so I'm, yeah. I'm sure you're super hands-on with everything it's not like you're just very hands-on not just managing and let us no. know how things are going so that definitely has, has got to make it really difficult in the winter right i mean yeah with, we got good people around us yeah. we're surrounded by we surrounded ourselves with some really good people and that helps a ton and it's not terrible for steven and i we normally only miss like a friday saturday sunday i mean nighttime we'll go work on sleds you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, New York would be different. That would be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But So, again, this is just a unique situation with you. I'm going to ask you, but, like, uh, I'm sure Matt will take off with the truck, what, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Tuesday. Yep. He's itching to leave. He's so, will you guys, like, fly out late Thursday then? Or yep. What? Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, you know, this, unfortunately, this sport is, has to be almost 80% funded by Family, yeah. family teams for sure and that means having a, a good core business to get yeah. behind that and some yep. wives that <laughs> yeah let that They'd agree with it yeah <laughs> or can put up with it our goal um i think from almost day one on has been just to get as close to even as possible right you know so with polaris's help or with sponsors help with anything i mean that's always if we can get close to we know we'll never get there but that's the goal. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, zero. people just have no clue how expensive this is too, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a ton of money to go out and buy a rig, but that's just, I mean, it's the, it's the diesel, it's the hotels, oh. it's the flights, it's the, you know. Hotels are probably salary. one of the worst expense. <laughs> oh, yeah. come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hotel uh, this year, I don't know, I'm sure you've noticed it's 30% more. A lot it's of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously New York, we go out there and if, I've never stayed at the casino, but I've heard it's like three hundred plus a night. Three to right? four hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And per room, I know my my room in Geneva this year is two forty a night. It's like crazy. Yeah, yeah, Geneva's crazy too. Those yeah. are two of the most expensive places, and, and that's just at a hotel. It's not at the resort. You know, it's uh, yeah. You stack three, four, five hotel rooms in a weekend per yeah, night. Three, four nights. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that adds up quick. It's it's a crazy expense, and you know the the return is is not there financially from. Uh, obviously race winnings and you know so the the sponsorship has to be a big part of it and and again the more you can ascend into the corporate part of it the, the manufacturer support so uh, i i think uh i speak for a lot of people when i say i appreciate that you know guys like yourselves are doing this and and i'm glad to see it starting to you know pay off and and again not that you uh walked your way into this but i don't think you just like went into it completely blind you've kind of built over time and yeah uh, sometimes seeing it takes time you know yeah, well, and I think you got to weather the storm. We've seen yeah. a lot of teams come in and, 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 you know, put the resources out there for two or three years and like, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, yeah. but I, I think the reward is there if you can, yeah, if you can weather the storm, you know, those yep. first years. Yeah. So, well, cool. No, I appreciate that. Um, Dalton, you've, I, I mean, in our conversations, you've always had good things to say about the team and, uh, oh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so yeah, thanks for that, and, and I'm glad to see the success. So if, if it happens that Nick would move on next year to the pro class, would you would you add another rider, like a pro light rider, or just that's enough? 
I, I'm sure it's tossing around in our heads a little bit, but I don't, yeah, you know, like with the two girls and Nick. It's almost I enough mean, of a step just to go to that pro class, right? That, yeah. Um, yeah. Not saying Nick's not important, but those two girls, like Steven and I, I mean, that's why yeah, we're doing that's, this. That's, that's why, why we got you, into it, yeah. you know, yeah. like thank, for the kids. Thank God champ's done next year for me. <laughs> for you. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying you want You think we have to thrash on sleds? You should see these two if something goes sideways. It is an all-out fire drill well, in I've that all, trailer. I've always well. said it's it's the... It's the most obnoxiously loud and most expensive class in the sport, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Snow bikes are a close second for loud. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got to walk this whole thing back a little bit. Let's talk about how you guys got into it. You got some storied racing careers, right? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, I mean, nothing great. I mean, it's not like we were like pro or nothing. We just, no, you know, we've we, been around. You've, yeah, we started out ice racing and then went to like, kind of a cross country style racing. So like uh, MRP Heartland? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah Heartland. Heartland's kind of my, you know, yeah. roots too. Yeah, I'm yep. from Brainerd, all the events up around, were up around here, you know. Yeah, so. that's where we started. My neighbor worked at Polaris, so when I moved from Chicago when I was like 11, he had snowmobiles all around his yard. Okay, so, so that, that was the... I used to ride his snowmobiles around the yard and charge kids. <laughs> I forgot I even did this, and he always mentions it to me that I was always ripping off the neighbor kids, but maybe that's my entrepreneur skills kicking in back then, but I guess I was charging kids for sled rides behind the snowmobiles. That's your Chicago childhood. Hustle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so he kind of bought me my first sled, to be honest, and um, I, I started riding around the yard and stuff all the time, and then I... I I think it was a 340 super bottom sport or something i raced back then that's what i started racing i was 340 class fan okay so you guys always been polaris guys yeah 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 and uh kind of brand loyal. I, I don't know i just that's pretty I'm typical comfortable in snowmobile racing right a lot, yeah, a lot just, of brand loyalty yeah. yeah i mean it's changed a little bit over the last 10 years with when you get to the pro level but that's just life right yeah right uh, so a little Heartland cross country. What kind of ice, like MRP ice racing? MRP, yeah. Yeah, we did MRP. Le Mans, that kind of stuff. Yep. Ice Le Mans. That's where I started was MRP. Actually, when it was turning to bumps, though, so, um, I think there were some bumps. Yeah, in MRP. they started going to the ski hills and yep. Of it, yeah. And then it was WSA. Okay, you so, do like some of like the Garrison Lake races and some of that stuff ever? Or? I don't remember. I don't Long know. Lake, I remember a lot of them being Long at. Lake. Maybe Aiken. We had some county races there. Oh, okay, but that might have been. Uh, I, I remember coming to Brainerd though. Um, I don't remember what circuit that was. If that was WSA at the time or MRP, but they had a track at the fairgrounds. We were running our wedge snowmobiles, and I remember for a class we'd switch windshields. But those were oval races, right? Or no? No, it was a it was a Boy, I don't it was a bumps that. race. Yeah, I don't it was. That at the it fairgrounds, huh? Yeah, we shared sleds. That's right. Okay, we what shared is, what sleds. What is bumps race? What is that? Well, that's what <laughs> back then it was like. Isoc was, <laughs> Isoc was kind of like more of a. It was, it was more of the ice, mm -hmm. and then they would always be like, oh, well, they're going to go race bumps race, you know? I don't know. It's just so it was what like they the call it. like the origins of Snowcrest? Yeah, so? kind of. I, I think bumps racing, do you see the uh, Su-500? You ever seen the Su-500? Yeah. That's a bumps race. Okay. <laughs> so was this? No, I, I, I don't, it's not, but I mean, I was watching that the other day. Like, did you guys God. do the uh, Albertville race at all then? No, I don't think so. You don't think you know, did that? That one's close to home for me because that's my grandpa's lake, yeah. or was, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about that, how yeah. crazy it is. That's now just a big... No yeah, reason. it's uh, a big mall and a development. Yeah, S super lame. No, but yeah, ice hawks kind of started out as a ice series. Pine Lake was an ice hawk race, um, Albertville race, and then it it's kind of transitioned into 
a mix of the like the super snowcross, you know, the Canterbury race where it was a big ice oval and then put bumps on it and jumps. Yeah, so. Oh, cool. yeah, we oh. went there. I remember that ice or Canterbury. We, we went to Duluth even, and I can't even remember what kind of sled I was on, but it was I wasn't very big. I know that much, and I remember it being very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but I and, and we never raced for super long, and never really got that great at it. Um, you know, just life gets in the way. But um, financial burden a lot. I mean, it was expensive for our parents. Oh, you know, yeah. like yeah, it, okay. it was tough. Yeah, you know? this is not a. Uh, cheap sport by any means at, no. at any level i mean no uh, yeah I mean, what class did you race last i don't even remember my last set was a 98 he's looking at a picture on the wall a red rocket <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was my last sled so it, it might have been i don't even know sports i don't even know what they had back then but it was like it was pro pro light yeah i mean kind of the same classes i think i think so or just like 440, 340, 440, you know, 600, whatever. But yeah. Yep. So, well, that's cool. No, uh, no, I, I know you weren't uh, like career racers or whatever, but no, it's always we just cool always enjoyed the sport. Get the background of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I, I tried again in 03. <laughs> it didn't last didn't very long. <laughs> well, I was, I, I paid a buddy to kind of, you know, come go out of his trailer. I didn't have a trailer. I just had the sled and um, not really, you know, much for, Part, I mean, parts or anything. I just had my sled, you know? So we went and did some district races, which one, that was crazy. There was how many district? Yeah, yeah it used to be huge, right? Yeah, yeah. and then regional. Anyway, so we, and then we ended up at Canbury once. And I remember I, I told myself to not crash in practice. And I crashed <laughs> in practice and tore the trailing arm off and shock and wrecked a bunch of stuff. And I pretty much almost decided at that point, I didn't, couldn't afford to fix it. And I'm like, I'm, I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get this thing back on the trail. No. So, uh, you guys were at the regional today and obviously you're a national level team. Uh, the, the girls are doing really well in their class. Uh, was Gavin racing today? No, no, no. Um, so what's your, I think the regionals are really, um, undervalued or overlooked because they're, they're super important for trying to get new riders into the sport and getting getting the uh, sort of beginner mid-pack riders more time and more experience and, and they're very good about keeping it low-key they'll wait for you on the starting line they'll make sure everything you know what's your intent being there are you just trying to get more track time for the girls or support the series all of the or, above yeah for yeah. sure like definitely trying to support the series definitely trying to get them more track time um, it's just been difficult this year. Even the, the Thursday night stuff at ERX is difficult. Um, the schedule is so tight. I know there's pluses and minuses to all of it, but I really feel like the regional series is suffering because it's so tight. Yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't able to just go wide open every weekend. Yeah. You know and unfortunately I mean? the sport's not big enough to, to have, here's your regional group. Here's your national group. It's kind of everybody. It's got to be a little bit yep. everywhere, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, I would say, like, regional-wise, there's not a lot of people, like, even from last year. Like, I feel this year has been less. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, again, it's how do you get new people in, right? And Yeah. And it'd be great if there were, what are there, five regionals? Six? No. It's five. Five? five? Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if there were enough to support where, you know, that's all they do is they, they race regionals, they don't care about nationals, whatever, and then maybe two years from now they want to give it a try, but it just – it's tough, you know, numbers and the cost. And yeah. There is some other series, though, that have brought 
are bringing a lot of lot of kids into the sport though. Um, two eight six is yeah, really yeah, bringing well. big crowds. Really, so I, I've yeah, been to one of their events, a, but I know there's hundred some entries, and that's all like one twenties transition. Yeah, it's all kid classes. In fact, there's not even any. There's there's no no sport no, no sport really. Yeah. Yep, I think they started one class that's kind of more of a you know over fourteen type thing. That's kind of a sport light class type thing, but that but that's it. Yeah, we need to do a, like a little bit of a profile on that series because I, I have heard good things about it, and it's they're getting good numbers. Well, uh, thanks, guys, for having us up here and, and coming on and, and telling your story. We kind of started off the season doing some team owner profiles, and, and then we got busy with everything. But it, it's really good to hear the stories, um, how people get involved, and what it takes. And it's good to hear that, it, like in your case, it's it's starting to have a future. You know, as yeah. It's, yeah. be around and support more riders, and that's super cool. So uh, thanks for that. Um, I got I got one for them before we go. Both yeah. of them got to answer. Yeah, oh we've God. talked about this a bunch in the trailer, but you got a magic wand and you can change any one thing about snowcross as a whole. Yeah, that's a good question. What do you got? <laughs> oh man! And you can't say no COVID or anything like that. It's got to be a real answer. <laughs> I would. Uh, I guess I don't know. The biggest thing I've seen this year. I would like to see one national be in December. I was just going to say the same thing, just to <laughs> stop the chaos but i i you know other people probably don't agree with that and i just yeah i just feel like the i think what it take the what ifs out like if something gets canceled you get one variable and it's yeah. just yeah and i, That's I think what every, happened this year everybody's <laughs> been really on board with i love this whole january start and i i'm one of them but i for sure would be fine with a like a mid-december race i i mm -hmm. don't want to go back to starting on thanksgiving ever yeah i yeah i'm fine with that i think we could get one in you know second week in december and and uh, kind of gets gets the flow going too, you know. Then it's only two weeks till Canterbury, and then it's then you're going. Yeah, this this year, as much as I liked how the schedule started to play out, it's going to be chaos, right? Yeah. Right, March is going to be rough. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the only thing. It just doesn't leave any room for, like you said, the what ifs. I mean, we just got to have, um, I don't know, like if we lose Deadwood this year, like you guys are saying, that's it's just it's super disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Super. Well, and if and if it's a matter of we couldn't do it three weeks ago and we can't do it in two weeks. I mean, I guess there's just, there's no way right. we're going to yeah. change that. Kind of is what it is. But now we've kind of juggled the whole schedule and, you know. Yeah. yeah. And that would give us another, that gives two weeks off in a row again, right? And then all of a sudden we're doing three in a row. Well, so it's like. You don't, I think we'd probably end up going somewhere. I just, it wouldn't be Deadwood. Well, I don't know. It'd be tough to do it that, unless we went like back to back to ERX or something. I think Fargo ERX we'd probably end up at. I don't want to go to ERX two weekends in a row. I don't either. I'd actually, the way Fargo was, I'd go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Yeah, it was a good course for sure. But I'd rather go to Deadwood. Yeah, one and of I, the ERXs we follow with regional though. We yeah, go. They got a Sunday. Friday, regional. Saturday, and Sunday's the regional. Mm -hmm. That weekend. Yeah, the ERX race. Yep. And I have nothing against ERX. It's just no. It's not to me. It's not the ideal national setup. It's. I, I'm glad we have one there, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm curious to see what Robbie does with it though. Me I too. think being he raced back when it was a good one because the first time they did it, that track was badass. But even I mean the course, even like the second. Round there last year was, yeah. was good, but it just there's not quite the infrastructure there for a national race. Yeah, I, I think it's a little, and not that they aren't going to improve on that, but you know, yeah. lighting's not great, parking's not the best. Not, lighting's the big thing for me. They got to fix that. Yeah, and again, nothing. I you know, we do a lot of work with the RX. I I like those guys. It's just if we have to squeeze one in, I don't know if that's it, it's logical. It's less travel for everybody. It's there, mm -hmm. whatever. But 
Uh, I think that or Fargo, either one would be fine. But well, we know there would be snow in Fargo. Yeah, let's cross our fingers for Deadwood, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like your exits in their backyard. Yeah, yeah. No, for, for you yeah, guys, for it's us, a no it's great. traveling time's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay in my hotel. hotel. No hotel. Yeah. Oh no, Dalton said he's got a hotel in his contract, no matter where. Yep, yeah. he does. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, I didn't really get a good answer out of you though. You can't yeah, waffle on Steve's answer. I know. Uh, that's a that's a valid. <laughs> I'm one. trying to think of one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We uh, just got the latest podcast numbers for the last couple of episodes, and we're way up from the previous year. So uh, thank you very much for that. Thanks to Fly Racing for making all this possible, along with Stud Boy Traction, CF Moto, MotorX, SSI Decals, Moon Motorsports, ChristianCarsOnline.com, Custom Outfitters, Hoosier Tires, Checkpoint Off-Road, American Metalcraft, Jay's Power Center, Brothers Motorsports, Firepower Parts, Enduro Engineering, Funnel Web Filters, E-Line Accessories, Motul, and EKS brand goggles. We have another week off after New York, and then it's wide open to the finish. So we'll try and get back to you again before Deadwood, and then maybe uh, every other week through the end of the season. If you want to get a race day view of all the action, you can stream every round of Amsoil Championship Snowcross on flowracing.com or go to ridex365.com the morning after each round for a full recap and photos. Again, thank you. We really appreciate the support. Uh, so cheers. car.